Hello, everyone. I'm Justin Oliveris. And I'm Carrie Clements. We are the co-hosts of Food Service for Thought. Not sure how you got here, but we are so glad that you did. Food Service for Thought is a podcast that shares the thoughts and insights from professionals in all areas of the food service industry to transparently unite and strengthen the business of serving food to the public, no matter where they are. We will be talking to food service professionals like chefs, restaurant owners, nutritionists, dietitians, caterers, pastry chefs, kitchen designers, restaurant interior designers, farmers, food manufacturers, restaurant equipment manufacturers, and pretty much anyone who might have anything to do with the food that you eat. So if you love food, if you are curious about all aspects of the food service and hospitality industry and want to be sure there are always great places to enjoy food, this is your kind of podcast. Great point. Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, I'm definitely not an a expert in the arena and you know, if I'm traveling or whatever, and I'm the one posting, you can you can kind of watch when I'm in the office or when I'm not. And I've got a little bit of help, but um, you know, for a restaurant, it would be to, uh, well for us even. We do post products into our manufacturers that are listening now. We know that they want to see that on there, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I we still don't even have our strategy right. And I know that. No, we'll, we'll, cross, um, we'll cross that bridge soon. Don't worry. But yeah, another point I was just going to make on that too. Um, uh, no, I forgot it. I forgot the point. Damn it. Maybe it'll come to me. Way to go, Carrie. Yeah. That was my Gen, my Gen X moment right there. Yeah. You, you did bring up a good point about having a strategy because I don't think enough people understand that. And I don't think enough people understand how to do that, which is where people like yourself come, come into play, but that's true. Like it's, it, you can't just, you can't just half it for like, like you said, for lack of mm-hmm. a better word. But if you, if you don't know what you're doing, um, it's just like anything else in business or, or in life, you know, you can't just go, you can't go to the gym and just say, yeah, I'm going to do this exercise and you get on the machine backwards and start, you know, pushing the weights around backwards. So yeah, you've got to have a plan. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> So uh, I just thought of another, another point. So with a restaurant, you have a certain team of folks that are working with you. It's just like in the B2B world, the business to business world, it's just like utilizing LinkedIn. What we always you know, encourage is you've got to have your people involved in it as well. Your, your people that work with you, your team, your, you know, a restaurant has X number of employees that are working there there should be an established plan of, hey, as part of working here, here's how you can, we would like for you to put content out every now and then about us. Um, wow, that could do a number of different things too, especially for the younger folks. But if you're leveraging your staff to help promote what you do, and they have to love what they do too, right? So you're, you're, you're hitting a bunch of different things at that point, man. Are they bought in? to your business and what they're doing with you. And if they are, they're going to share their stories about your restaurant out there in social. And that is how you amplify it as well, besides just doing it from a company standpoint. Um, And then I was just thinking too, along those lines, you can actually, like, we heard this at the MAFSI conference. We as employers are the ones that have to train people for this this, this new decade, okay? We're the ones that have to do it because they're not going to get it from anywhere else. Why can't a restaurant 
take that initiative to say, hey, I'm going to train some of my younger staff to utilize a tool like social in a way that is going to be beneficial versus the way that it is. And I'm sure that's happening. I can't tell you any real examples of that, but you know, why, why not leverage that to help younger folks put good content out there and use their social um, you know, media, including TikTok, by the way, which highly recommend restaurants jumping on this TikTok bandwagon because it, it is not going anywhere anytime soon. And wow, you want to reach, you want to reach the younger generations, TikTok. TikTok. I haven't done it yet. It's too- <laughs> Me neither. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I downloaded it. But I- <laughs> My poor brain. So um, I, I, I have written a, a, a lot of notes and um, I know we've, we reached our time and it's time for the fire the board questions. Um, I, I, there's so much information. I, I think if just for peace of mind and strategy, brand affinity is probably something that somebody can identify about their own brand. Um, and I guess maybe would you consider that like kind of the, the guiding light of, of how, you know, everything else is kind of built around that. And then working with somebody like TMC digital, like you guys, um, that's going to help you kind of understand what that is and then map out what needs to be done then it's kind of on autopilot. I mean, I know that that company, whoever it is, is going to engage with them and download culture and get all of that information and then set a strategy. I know it's not on autopilot after that, but it does seem like um, it's not a day in and day out involvement for that restaurant owner, but they can still, with the help of somebody like your company, just, you know, begin. I like to, I like to say, (laughs) focus on, progress, not perfection. They can start there and then build from build out. Yeah. I think yeah, to your point, it starts with their, their own story as to why they're establishing a new, re- new restaurant. Um, it may comes down to also maybe their menu choices, uh, who their target market is, but then it's about, I think you mentioned it culture and identifying what the culture is of that restaurant, identifying what that culture code is for the people that are coming on to represent your restaurant brand. And I mean, at the end of the day, that is one of the key components of it. Um, and, and there are, there are consultants out there. Uh, one by the name of Rudy Mick, uh, I, I go to, uh, I think it's, uh, Mick.com M I I C K.com Rudy Mick, like he helps restaurants specifically figure out who they are, what they stand for and how to roll this out in terms of not only the digital platform, because at the end of the day, you can't do that until you have your, the, the, the physical and the mental correct. Um, and then you can start to utilize a social platform to put out really good content. Uh, besides the typical things you're going to do about making sure your, your web, your, you know, locations are correct on Google and everything else. Uh, but there are folks that specifically focus on creating, helping create culture code, that, identifying it, defining it and figuring out how to continue to build this strategy and brand. Those are the folks that I would work with if I was a restaurant and, and owned a restaurant for sure. All right, excellent. Well, thank you very much. Um, I feel like I could probably talk to you for a whole week about yeah. this. Um, 
<laughs> I, if I didn't have a meeting coming up in an hour, I'm like, let's keep going. I mean, I know we got to, we're going to keep going for, for the sex, but I do have a meeting at one o'clock though, but uh, this is awesome. I love it. I love it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I love this. I love this stuff. I just don't get to do it too often. Well, let's jump into uh, the fire the board questions and Justin's going to kick that part off. Fire the board. All right. So you probably know, Eric, uh, fire the board is a kitchen term. That means anything that's left in the kitchen that still needs to be finished, cooked, and sent out to the guests in the dining room. Uh, when a chef says fire the board, it usually means everybody's pulling their hair out and the kitchen's on fire for five minutes, and then it's, uh, then it's calm again. So in the spirit of that, we have some rapid-fire questions here. Uh, we're going to go with, and we'll kick things off with the first one. What is your favorite food? Mm. I'm I'm a traditional American when it comes to my pizza and my cheeseburgers, it, but it better be good pizza. Um, it better the crust better be nice and crisp. I like it well done. I like it usually out of some kind of wood fire uh, oven. But uh, man, if I get a good specialty pizza that tastes so, I mean, it's got to taste good. Um, I I can't pass that up ever. Carrie, this is a man after my own heart. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking. Just, just thinking. Here, here's a, here is the beginning of a bromance for sure. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you ask my uh, business partner Chad. You ask my business partner Chad that question. I'm, you're going to be talking. He's going to tell you. Well, when I was in the country of Georgia, I had this incredible. I mean, it, I mean it's going to be like, nope. Just, just give me pizza. I'm good. Good pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just listen. Justin has a culinary background. Um, and and pizza his thing that's it pizza yeah because yeah. there's, there's, there's all the there's fine pizza. food that I prepared there's pizza and then there's pizza right I mean exactly oh yeah yes. absolutely yeah, for sure all right next question beer or wine oh I'm gonna have to go with wine only because I really what? I, I gave up beer about eight months ago um, to be quite honest with you uh, I will I will I guess I will take a tropicalia. Um, uh, but I, I, I stopped drinking beer. Um, and interesting, if you want to know, um, I did whole 30 for the first time last year and completely like cleansed. And, and then I started drinking beer and I realized I got immediate headaches just from like two beers. And I'm like, this sucks. Give me some vodka and I'll be good. Um, but, uh, no wine, I, I'll have a glass of uh, a nice glass of Pinot Noir any, any day of the week. Sitting pizza, you sitting Pinot Noir, you sitting NBA basketball. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Well, uh, all right, so carry your up. What, yeah, I'm wondering what's your favorite vacation spot? Where I've been or where I want to go? Where you've been? Costa Rica. Costa Rica, Costa, I keep Costa, hearing that. I'm, I'm, that's on my list. That's my list for 2020. We're going. It's been 10 years since I've been back with my wife, and uh, we, we need to make that trip happen. So thank you for the kick in the butt, and maybe. Um, we could talk about that in the coming year after my second trip to Costa Rica, but yeah, Costa Rica, no doubt. Incredible. Costa Rica. All right, cool. That's great. Uh, what's the last great or fun, memorable experience you had eating out at a restaurant? Hmm. <laughs> well, I could tell you, I just recently celebrated a birthday over the, over this past weekend. And happy get, birthday. Thank you. Thank happy you. Happy birthday. Um, yeah, not happy about another year, but uh, I could tell you that I enjoyed the food, the experience at Andretti's. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Andretti's carding and, and game place, but yep. I had a, you know six different couples with us, uh, including my wife and I, 
we had tremendous food, bowling, having some drinks, laughs. That was memorable for sure. Um, I couldn't tell you what happened at one o'clock at night, but the leading up to that was really, really fun. That's great. That sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. I can't remember whose turn it is. I think it's mine. So uh, yep. I, I know that you are an avid reader. So what's the last mm. good book you read? If you ask my mom that question, she would say, oh, you haven't read a book yet in your life, Eric. Um, in that okay, voice, too. Listen to. <laughs> um, but I've shocked, the, I've shocked her and I've shocked the world over the past couple of years when I finally am like, wow, it actually, you can learn a lot from reading books. Um, I, I would say one of the most, uh, most impactful recent books that I've read is a, a book called Halftime. Um, and it's a, uh, a book by a guy's name is Bob Buford. And um, this is where I came up with understanding the idea of a brand of significance. And uh, I highly recommend it for those, no matter what age you are, um, it is a bit on the uh, religious based kind of side, which, um, you know, isn't for everybody, including me. But what I took away from this book is we have a first half of our life, which we typically live out of trying to figure out how to be successful. And we move into this halftime phase of trying to figure out what's life all about. What are we trying to do? Usually yeah. we have kids and now things are different perspectives. And then you move into the second half and it's about significance. So I, I, am, I, I have a lot of work to do, but trying to build a life of significance and try to help companies build brands of significance. Uh, to me, that's been really impactful over this past, uh, really, couple months. So you Great. know, that message is, uh, I, this isn't super rapid fire, but I'll just, so you know, it's very clear that it's important to you, not just from an income standpoint, but that you really come across um, <clears throat> wanting to help people. And, and, and it's even funny to watch when you're like aggravated <laughs> that you're not getting through to somebody. They're just, you know, those people with their arms crossed and they, they know and there's no way it is and grr and all that. Um, that that passion really does come through. So it's oh, not thanks. it's not thanks. the books that you've been reading in the cut since I've been um, sitting in and learning from you. It's thanks. very clear. Thanks. Hey, I'm sorry. Sorry, this isn't so rapid, but man, I, I can't I can't say anything without explaining it. I'm a sales guy by trade. <laughs> that, yeah, sure. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one: peanut butter, chunky or smooth? Jeff, um, which is funny. And I'm going to answer that, but Jif, it just came out. I just saw the story today on yeah. Adweek where they have yeah, an actual, it. now it's called GIF. And it's a play, yeah. I mean, because everybody's been mispronouncing GIF by saying GIF back when GIFs were coming out. Mm -hmm. you know, it's Giffy. It's not Jiffy. Uh, but Jif, creamy, all day long. I have gone to the all natural, though, for my, myself. and for. Uh, but there's nothing like Jif peanut butter. Creamy. No way, no peanut. Please, no peanut. <laughs> wow, you feel very strongly about that. Um, so, coffee or tea? Oh man, um, both, both. I I, right. I I I love coffee. I love bulletproof coffee. I don't know if you guys ever heard that or not, but I'd rather yep. spend a little bit more money on some really good black coffee. Doing Whole30 made me realize how good coffee can taste without putting all the shit into it and the sugar. And uh, now I enjoy a really good black coffee, uh, but I so enjoy a really good peach tranquility tea from Starbucks, you know, and 
Um, but my go-to is coffee. I drink coffee. Oh gosh, darn day. That's great. Uh, the last sporting event that you attended or concert or play or something, the last big event that you attended. Mm. Um, I have to say, if we're going to go to a concert, I'm thinking back to um, the start of last summer, which is, so it's been a minute, but uh, Dave Matthews band uh, was the first opportunity that I took my family. So my kids got to go, kids at the age of six and eight, uh, along with my business partner, my, which who is also my brother-in-law and his family and some cousins. And we all just went to an impromptu Dave concert and just had a blast. I think that that experience changed my mentality uh, you know, from that point on to where we are today. And uh, man, I can't wait to just secure tickets to the Atlanta show coming up July 29th. And we'll be there on a Wednesday night with my, with my wife and can't wait for that one too. That's really cool. So, they're, they're such a great uh, band for summertime concerts. Uh, they, they really are. Yes. I can't I, wait till they come back on I wish on I liked seriously. concerts more. I, I, I get freaked out, uh, a little claustrophobic. So if people are, you know, my, my husband got me and my daughter tickets to pink concert. That was the last concert we went to in May in mm. Houston. That was fabulous. Amazing. So. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Yeah. She's, she's something else. Um, so what song do you listen to that you're embarrassed to admit? Mm. It's probably gotta be anything Taylor Swift. All right. Um, only because it's very easy to play on a guitar and I'm a wannabe guitarist. And um, so it's really easy to play that and sing it. Whatever Taylor song you pick, it's basically five chords. I mean, it doesn't matter. She's a pretty talented songwriter. Just <laughs> no, she's her. really, really good. No, no, trust me. I'm not trying to downplay that at all. Yeah. He took all the posters down that were usually behind him there. He's, yeah, he's that's why my <laughs> office walls are so bare. They were. And I'm getting him curated, all this, all the Taylor Swift uh, posters. <laughs> okay, Justin, I guess that wraps up this this episode, and uh, we'll uh, say thank you, Eric, and then also um, stay tuned because the I, I don't know what what we'll release them back to back or what have you, but we'll have two episodes with Eric, and and we could have ten episodes with Eric so and who knows maybe we will if, if somebody wants to hear something um you know email us or comment on any of our social media sites that are, are promoting the this podcast we're on Instagram Twitter Facebook and uh LinkedIn uh let let us know and Justin is on MySpace so just reach no, out yeah, to so the last account on MySpace right you're talking about Justin Timberlake's on MySpace okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes yes Yes. All right. Well, thanks so much. Um, yeah, thank you. And uh, have a great, have a great day, Justin. Appreciate it. You guys too. You too. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Gary. Have a great day. You got it. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Food Service for Thought podcast with Carrie and Justin. We hope you enjoyed this episode and. Really, even if you didn't, we'd really love it if you leave a positive comment on iTunes. At the very least, please give us a thumbs up and be sure to check in for our next episode. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.